Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. It's been a lot of theological debate. People been asking me about Advent and all that. Wow, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's for Sundays before Christmas. It's wrapped up in biblical principle. It's a biblical principle. And that's what I'm going to talk to you today. It's, a, it's about Advent, but Advent is wrapped up in a biblical principle. I try to live my life by biblical principles. And if you do that, then his presence shows up. And then his presence shows up. Then you break out in a praise. And then when you break out in a praise, then his power come. Then right after his power come persecution come. Then right after persecution. Oh, okay. So y'all see, that's why we want more of you, God. We, we need him. All right, Advent. Let's see what Advent is. Bam, it's a hope. First Sunday of Advent. It's hope. Which means a light shining in a dark place. How that's, say that's Opelum. We are in an area that's been dark for a while. Now that's just in case if y'all didn't know that. If you Google the statistics here, this 50311 area is a little different than any other ones. I'm going to do the homework for you. Unlike the rest of this morning, this zip code is 52% white. But 48% black and brown. Uh, this, the statistic people must be over here. <laughs> it's 42% white, which Des Moines is, come on, 95, 90, however you want to do it. It's a lot of white, not enough black. Say amen. amen. So this particular area is 52% white and 48% black and brown. Wow. And a lot of that is in a dark place. It's in a dark place because they're hungry. It's in a dark place because they're in poverty. It's in a dark place because of lack of education. It's in, it, they're in a dark place because of low self-esteem. And now if that's not you, then God requires you to be a light ah, to shine in that darkness. That's, that's our job as Christians. The Lord is my light. And my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? It's that light that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It's that light, John 1 4, that says, In him was life, and the light that he brought to others, it gave him life. God is that light. So in this 50311 area, we are on assignment to be that light. And the only question on the table, Hope Elam, is are we willing to let our light so shine to this community that they might see our good works, that they might see we have a school, that they might see we feed on Wednesday, that they might see we have fellowship that will turn into a ministry. That's what we are. That's our light. And we're doing it to glorify God. What a first Sunday 
of Advent, hope, light, shining in a dark place. Now see, some of y'all been saved too long. Y'all ain't never been to a dark place. But those of you like me, huh, Jamil, he brought me out of the darkness. Come on, Bible Raider, into the marvelous, okay, y'all been saved a long time, I haven't. All right. The one thing about this light, the one thing about this hope, I'll just give you the points as we move to the beloved community. It's the origin, let there be light. And he said it was light. Then it's the objective that we are children of light and that is light shines on us. And then the operation. I'm saying the operation of our light at Hope Elam, we're calling ourselves beloved community. The beloved community because we want people to know when they come in here, it's going to be on earth as it is in heaven. When they come in here, they got to know that the wounded are welcome and the faithful have fellowship with Christ. They got to know when they come in here, we're all equal and we're about justice and we're about mercy and we're about loving kindness and forgiveness and it's wrapped up in faithfulness and because we have that faithfulness God will give us a peace that don't make no kind of sense we want hope even to be a place when they come in here they'll say there's Jew nor Greek male nor female black nor white nor brown nor red we are all one in Christ Jesus the beloved community where there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, above all, in all, through all. He's coming back for one church on earth as it is in heaven. And that church is the beloved community. That church is Hope Elam. GP, are you with me? You can do better than that. We are the beloved community. That's what we are, and we have this hope. A light shining in darkness. Why? Why do we need that hope? Because a lot of us need help. Online people, welcome. Good Bible study for you. Psalm 46.1. God is my refuge and strength. Come on, Bible reader. My very help in times of trouble. Uh-huh. Psalm 52, 22, you need help because you're hurt, because you're broken, because you're bitter, because you are blindsided by the enemy rather than living in the light of God. Psalm 55, 22 says, cast all your burdens, give everything over to God. And it says he'll help you. He said he'll never let you slip. Many of the righteous are afflicted, but God will deliver you all. The steps of a good man, the steps of a good woman are ordered by God. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread but i'm looking for a beloved community because i know what the word says but i'm hungry 
Can it be a church that will feed me? I'm broken. Can it be a church that talks about moving from broken to blessed? I'm bitter. Can it be a church that make my bitter sweet and my sweet bitter? Can it be a church? I'm hurting and I need help. I'm looking for a beloved community. And when you're hurt, you need a healer. Jesus. I'm going to let y'all breathe on this because I feel the hurt. I'm, I'm hurt myself, Jesus. Don't get it twisted. It ain't always been like that. Oh, see, okay. You know, I know your life always been perfect. You never make a mistake. You never do nothing wrong. Uh -huh. Yeah. But when you hurt, you need a healer. Come on, Bible readers. Fact check me. I see my man. Yeah, Google it for him real quick so you can just nod your head. I see you got your phone on and that's good. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. If I can't show it to you in the Bible, don't believe it. We got too many preachers running around here telling you something that they don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong house. Wrong. I shouldn't say the truth sometimes. You know the truth. Luke twenty two fifty one Bible reader right there. Judas had just betrayed him. Say amen, my brother. Judas had just betrayed him. But Jesus says, wait a minute, Ryan. My hour has not yet come to me to be glorified, bruh. No man lay, take my life, I gotta lay it down. Then the disciples, because you know they was trying to take Jesus, and Jesus knew he had to go, they pull out his sword and cut off, they cut off his ear. Luke twenty two fifty one. shake your head, my brother, you better tell him. And watch Jesus say, up. Oh, you about to get me into a midnight brawl. Jesus went and caught his ear. Come on, 51, tell him, shake your head, my brother. And he said he put his ear back on and he healed him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's shaking, he, he's shaking, because it's in there. He's a healer. When you're hurting, if you're hurting right now, the person you need to talk to is Jesus. You're hurting, ooh, you're broken, but he'll fix you. You're hurt, you, you need some help. Jesus, I'm gone now. You need some help with your heart. I see the fire, woo! I see the wood where's the sacrifice huh? a sacrifice must be made in order for the healer to come the sacrifice sometimes hurts you oh come on he was wounded for your transgressions bruised for your iniquities but by his stripes you are you to get to Sunday you got to go through Friday. Friday is pain. But Sunday is a healing stream. Ooh. And it's your heart that gets broke. It's fragile because you're dependent on somebody else to validate you when all you got to do is get on your knees and say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Your heart is fragile. You need it healed because somebody has hurt you. They've hurt you, oh Jesus, in your heart. And you cry for healing. Well, all you need to do is to put your right hand into his right hand. Come on, Bible reader. And it says, and if you put your hand, it says, no man will ever be able to pluck 
you out. So in other words, you are in the mighty right hand of God. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You are in the mighty right hand of God. And come on, he got the whole world in his, oh Jesus, I'm gone now. He got the whole world in his hands. He got your heart in his hands and he is the healer. So when you are hurt, come on, he will give you help. Come on, Psalm 121, look unto the hills from which cometh your help. Your help cometh from God, the maker of heaven and earth. You did not make you. You did not make yourself, but he is the one. He's the one that gives you hope. He's the one that shines light in darkness. He's the one who makes the crooked straight. He's the one who makes the rough plain. He's the one that make lions and lambs lay down together. He's the one who makes it possible for Hope Elam to say, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, this thing is going to work because if it had not been for the Lord on my side and the Bible says the beloved community is on earth as it is. Go to the text. Jesus. If I had to title this sermon, it would be lighted up. <laughs> See, I know y'all been saved a long time. Y'all ain't never went nowhere. Now I must be on this side. I seen the people looking over me like, we're Lutheran. What's wrong with you? Light it up. I'm just so tickled because I can't say this enough. Prayer changes things. And if something isn't going your way, I dare you to just pray to God. Pray what? What's on your heart? What's in your mind? Now, this is the reason I would title it Light It Up. Because, you know, God got, I like 11 o'clock. I got a little bit more time so I can give you a little bit more Bible. So let's just settle in. You know, God, God got so mad at us because every time we were sick, he healed us. When it was giants in the land, he defeated them. When we were knocked down, he picked us up. When we was hungry, he fed us. He did all those things in the Old Testament. But anybody who reads the Bible know right after God Fulfilled his assignment in the Old Testament. They went right back. Oh, man. <laughs> Sound like us, don't it? Lord, if you just, oh, I have a good one, but I know I better not say it. Too many emails. Lord, if you just help me out this situation, somebody going to get this. I promise I won't never do it again. If you, if you just help me out of this one more problem, I'm not going to call them no more. I'm not going to go out by that place no more. God, if you just help me. He helped you. And you feel good. Then the phone rang. The first thing you do is pick it up. Okay. Boy, I cleaned that up a whole lot. I really, I hope y'all got that. But the people, if you could like read between. Yeah, you go right back and do. The exact things you said. Oh, Jesus, yes, yeah, in here. I'm going to just stop. I want transformation today. 
If y'all don't think I know the word or can preach by now, you will never know. But I want you to change. Oh, I see it. I feel it. I, I can't help it. I can't help it when I get this way. I can't help it. I want to say preach the sermon, but he says, no. A heart of my child is too important today. So let's just stop. And those of you who pray, somebody's going to change their heart right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says heaven rejoices. Don't be selfish today. Don't be selfish today. If your life going all right and you all good, but can you let your light shine to somebody else who in darkness? Don't be selfish today. Love your neighbor today. You know, I know you got it going on. I know you all that in a bag of chips and a Milky Way bar. I know all that. But can you step out of your all thatness and pray for a lost soul right now? Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Thank you, God. I just don't be selfish. That wasn't for you. If the shoe don't fit, please don't put it on. You ever heard of that one? If the shoe don't fit, don't put it on. Give it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming for you. Okay, here we go. Watch. This is what he be called. Yeah, I got you. Oh, Jesus, this is so much fun. Because somebody's going to change their heart today. I got the prayer warriors already lined up today. And we're going to pray for you in your seat. Oh, Jesus, right in your seat. You know, we're Lutherans. We don't walk down in your seat. Tired of hearing that. In your seat. You ain't got to move. You don't have to be demonstrative. What good is you light it up if you don't change? Ooh. What good is the sermon if nobody ever changes? Then why are we coming? What are we doing? Light it up. Jesus said, I'm coming. Because I got to light it up for y'all. And because you in darkness, y'all were so disobedient. I left y'all and didn't speak to you for 400 years. But in that 400 years interim, he said, I'm going to send somebody. <laughs> Not to destroy the law. Come on, Bible readers, but to. Oh, I see some Bible readers. Okay, watch it. And look, he will be called. Yeah, I think it's some Bible readers in here and y'all better go crazy. Because I know y'all done called him more than what I'm about to say. And when you get to the part when I say what you call him, you better just stand up and start shouting what you call him. Because if you call him, he will show up. And if he will show up, his presence will make us break out in a praise. And if we break out in a praise, his power going to show up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And he will be called Isaiah. Isaiah. This is the one. I just put the last part. It says government, everything going to be over him. It says, look what he be called. Wonderful counselor. Oh, y'all didn't move on that one. Deshaun sang it. No, y'all went by that. Y'all got to say that way better than that. He's a. That's better. He's a. He is. King of kings. Lord of lords. Come on. Yahweh. Holy one of Israel. Lamb of God. Lion of Judah, Root of David, Captain of Salvation, Bishop of our soul, the author, the finisher. What do you call him? What do you call him? Jesus. 
Yahweh. What do you call him? See, let me help you. Some of y'all ain't got what you got because you ain't calling him by the right name. If you call him by the right name, he will show up. Ah, so if you need provision, call him Jehovah Jireh. Come on, if you need a little peace, call him Jehovah Shalom. Come on, you got to understand. You got to call him by the right name. If you're going to and fro, you got to call him a rock in a weary land. You got to call him the anchor of your soul. You got to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He make me lie down in green pastures. He lead me beside still waters. I will abide up under his shadow. He's my fortress. He's my refuge. He's my shield. He's my buckler. He will cover me with feathers. He will protect me from the snare of the fowler. He will send angels to have charge over me. And before I call, he already know. He ain't even got to click on. He's a He's a He's a Woo, let's go to the text, Jesus. Wow. Okay. 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 Here's a turn to your neighbor. Okay. See, I I'll be done by two minutes. Turn to your neighbor and say this is the teaching part of the sermon. Turn to the other side and say this is the teaching part. Okay. You are a mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God. Yes, you are a mighty God. God wants us to have a vision because he's coming. And when he's coming, we got to be prepared. When he's coming, we got to have a plan. Because he's coming, we got to have a purpose. When he's coming, we need his power. We need his provision. Oh, okay. Watch it. This is the good news. Jesus, the Messiah. Now, I don't know if y'all remember, but Genesis 49.10, it called the Messiah Shiloh. Y'all remember that? Shiloh. The Messiah. Shiloh. It says, you, the scepter of Judah cannot leave Judah. Until Shiloh come. Until Jesus show up. <sighs> when Jesus shows up, because he is the son of God, that is the vision. What's the vision here? Connect, grow, serve. What's the vision here? Worship, worship, word, and work. Worship, word, work. Connect, grow, serve. Mission, mandate, ministry. We got stuff we got to do. We just not coming here to come here. And this ain't about you. This is for God, the Messiah, Shiloh. And he will be called mighty God, Jesus. Covenant. And the record of the answers is Jesus, the Messiah, the descendant of David and Abraham. I'll, I'll pick Abraham because he made a covenant with Abraham. He made a covenant with David, but we ain't got time for David today. We're going to just use Abraham. Okay, watch it really quick, really quick, and then we're going to clear the road, then we're going to get cleaned up, and then we're going to light it up, and then we're going to go home, watch the Packers and the Rams. <laughs> oh, y'all should be happy, Iowa, Iowa in the championship game, y'all. Is that, is that where y'all left y'all praise yesterday at the game? That's, Huh. Abraham, Genesis, Genesis. 
Somebody get their phone. Genesis 17.7. Genesis 17.7. He says, look here, Abraham. I'm going to change your name, Doc, because I make a covenant with you. And the covenant I make with you, I'm going to bless your generation. Ooh, come on. Now, we love that song. I'm going to bless from generation to generation. I'm going to give them everything. They're going to be fruitful. Come on. They're going to have my favor. And all you got to do is be faithful. Uh-huh. You see it, Genesis 17, 7. He says, he makes a covenant with Abraham. Somebody say, whoop, there it is. He made a covenant. Whoop, whoop, then, uh, uh, da, da, So he makes a covenant. Now, Abraham is the father of the faithful. But the father of the faithful don't believe it. He don't believe it. So he went and told Sarah, Sarah, we about to have a baby out of our own bowels. Sarah say, no, nah, Abraham, we're too low. Then if you slide down to 17, 17, it says Abraham fell down and laughed at God. God done gave you a promise, and because you don't believe him, because your faith is weak, you laugh at him. That'll never happen. And then wait a minute. Then if you slide down to verse 21, if I'm seeing it right, he said, you go tell Sarah. This is where I'm finna shout, boy, run, run through this gate. He said, about this time next year. Okay, let's just stop. Let's just stop right here. I don't know if we're going to get to the rest of the sermon. John, don't you know last year this time, it was the pandemic. We were so, uh, y'all ain't got it yet. We were social distancing. Come on, we was just barely one years old. We ain't really know if this thing was going to work yet. We was looking at you, and you was looking at me, and I was looking at you, and I was asking God a whole bunch of questions, okay? But God told me. He said, wait one year. Oh, y'all ain't got, okay, okay, okay. Y'all ain't got it yet. If you can remember, where were you at last year this time? You wasn't sitting up here bumping to mighty God. You was watching us online. You had on your mask. You wasn't letting people in your house. You was working from home. Kids wasn't going to school. And if I had showed up to your house and say, about this time next year, you're going to be in church. You're going to have Christmas. You're going to, come on, you're going to have a church anniversary. You're going to have pastor householding, simonesses, and men's ministry, and a women's dinner and you feeding on Wednesday you got a school you got Genesis what if God had told you that last year this time don't raise your hand how many of you would have believed it Jamel I ain't gonna even shout you out bro but I got to man you manned up you getting married man I cried like a baby my friend that's a man wait a man up my brother wait a man up we prayed for you. Now, I'm going to just say it, what you're doing in secret. He called me and we prayed for you because you wasn't sure yet. That's how come I know prayer changes things. Come on. See? Come on. Yeah, you better put your hand. Come on, you wasn't sure yet. But you show sure not. Come on. Come on, come on. Give me a bling from here. I, he is a mighty God. He is a mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God. Yes, you are mighty. Wow. Voice cry out. Voice cry out. Yeah, we're going to leave that. Watch it. When you know something good is coming, when you know something good is coming, John the Baptist knew Jesus was coming. And he said he cried out in the wilderness, prepare the way, get hope, Elam. The people are about to start coming. 
Now, we can't say, well, when they're going to get here, we better prepare for their arrival. Oh, yeah, must be on this side. We must prepare for their arrival because they coming. Can you speak of things? Can you see every seat in this church filled up, filled up? We better plan for that. We better prepare for that because they coming. John the Baptist knew Jesus was coming and he said, prepare the way. Here it is, Jesus. Ooh, what time is it? Clear the road. Clear the road for him. Hope Elam. In order for us to prepare, we got to clear our minds. In order, oh Jesus, in order for us to clear the road, we got to get right in our heart. In order for us to clear the road, we got to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. And we got to love our neighbor as ourselves. We got to shout, clear and in order for the road to get clear, you got to throw some stuff overboard. Some stuff you're doing right now, you got to get rid of. You got to get, because, oh, Jesus, Jesus is coming. And come on, you got to repent. Come on, I'll, oh, let me pick up David real quick. If you got to repent, come on, David was a man after God's own heart. He was an apple of God's eye. But David messed up. He did some bad stuff. But then David, he repented. And he said, come on, when you repent, God will restore. Psalm 51, he said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Cast me not away from thine presence. Take not thine Holy Spirit from me, but God, give it back. And God, when you give it back, I'm going to shout. Because I'm restored, I'm going to rejoice. And because I rejoice, because you are my redeemer. So clear the way for the redeemer. Clear the road. Clear your mind. I'm going to give you five seconds to clear the road. What's standing in your way? What obstacle is in your way for you getting straight to Jesus? Who you listening to? Who you talking to that then told you that God doesn't have everything you need? Everything you need is inside of you because God is inside of you. He breathed his life inside of you. God is there. I feel the transformation now. He's there. Let him in. Jesus. Clear the road. Clear the road. Here it is. Here it is. It's coming. I feel it. That's what I'm sweating. It's here. Let him in. Let him in right now. Let him in. Lean not on your own understanding. Let him in. I know it ain't the way you want it. Let him in. I know it ain't the way you thought it should be. Let him in. Clear the way. Jesus is coming. Cry out. And what do you cry out? Wow. Oh, Jesus. You know, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to close with a story. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Is a, I didn't like, this is about being baptized. I'm going to tell a story. It was a lady who had been in prison 12 years. She had been in prison 12 years. And she got let out. And when she got let out, she had on real tattered clothes because she had been in prison for 12 years. But while she was in prison, somebody told her that God would supply all her needs. 
Somebody told her she could do all things through Christ who gives her strength. Somebody told her whatever state she in, she should be content. So the first thing she did when she got out of prison, she went to church. She went to a church. But when she came to the church, she wasn't dressed like everybody else. She had on those old tattered clothes. And you know, church folk is church folk. So you know, when she came in, they were sort of like looking at her, like what is wrong with her? So she wanted to come down to the front, but then she said, I'm gonna just stay in the back. And when she stayed in the back, nobody would talk to her, nobody would worship with her. So she just got in the corner and she just said, B, B, P, W, N, Y, I, N, T, P, M, N, Y, B, P, P, W, M, G, I, N, T, P, Y, M, B, B, P. And they were like, well, what are you saying? They were like, that lady is crazy. What is she's mumbling to herself? B, P, P, W, M, G, I, N, T, P, M, Y. What is she saying? So a brave soul walked over to the lady in her tattered clothes and they heard her B, P, P, and they tapped her on the shoulder. And they said, well, what's wrong with you? She said, I want to go down to front to get baptized. She said, well, why are you saying those words? Because she wanted to tell God, and I'm telling you, please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. But when God gets through with me, I'm going to come forth like pure gold. God will have cleaned me up. And if you've been cleaned up by God, you should be ready to light it up. You should be ready to light it up. If you've been cleaned up by God, who's been cleaned up by God? Anybody in here been cleaned up by God? Okay. Okay. You've been cleaned up by God. So now what I want you to do is I want you to thank God with your praise that he cleaned you up. I want you to stomp, yell, clap, blink your eyes. And the reason I want you to do it as we stand, and I want you to do it with the praise team so you won't be out of sorts. And the reason we should be so happy that he cleaned us up, because he never lost the battle. Oh, y'all should be happy. Come on, come on. The reason you should be so happy is because he never lost a battle and guess what and guess what and he never will so why don't you stand on your feet light this place up with your praise light this place up with your worship light this place up with the joy you have for God for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope-elam.org.